Hey there, and welcome to the One Church Podcast. This message was recorded live at one of our services. If you'd like to know more about life at One Church, visit us online at weareone.church or check us out on social media. Hey, good morning, everyone. Great to have you with us, and thank you so much for joining us today online. If you're new here today, if perhaps this is your first time joining us, then I just want to extend the welcome that you've had already from our online host and just say what a great privilege it is to have you with us. I don't believe that you are here uh, by accident today. I don't know how you stumbled across this service. Maybe you were kind of scrolling through your feed and you saw a a link to 10 of the funniest lockdown memes and you went to click it but accidentally clicked the the church online link instead and and you kind of ended up here. I don't know how you came. Maybe somebody, hopefully, a friend or a colleague has invited you or a a neighbour or family member has invited you to join us today. Um, It doesn't really matter how you came here, but the fact is, that you are here and we really appreciate that and we want to share an incredible message with you because we don't believe that it's an accident that you're here. We believe God has a purpose and a plan for your life and our, our goal as a church is to share that message with as many people as we possibly can and we want to help you to discover the life that we believe God has for you. In fact, we call it living big. Why do we call it living big? Because the Bible tells us that Jesus, through Jesus, he came to give us life and life in all its fullness. Uh, And God has this incredible life for us. In fact, the life that God has for us is infinitely greater than anything we could ever muster up on our own. God has more for you. I I used to love our uh, youth group that we ran in Kenshin before we, we started our church here. And uh, the youth leader had printed some T-shirts, and on the back of those T-shirts, she put the slogan, Made for More. That's why we exist. We are growing you to live big. Now, today I get to start a brand new teaching series. I'm really excited about this, guys. It is called Unstoppable. And uh, in this series, we want you to find out how you can play your part in the borderless, boundless, uncontainable kingdom of God. Now, to do this, I want to start right back at the beginning of the church. We find over 2,000 years ago, 11 disciples that were often scared, fearful, and faithless. They were even disobedient at times. But they grew into a church that of tens of thousands of people. It tells us as we read through the book of Acts that the church started, it was kind of centered around this place called Jerusalem, But as these Christians grew and as this church grew, it began to reach out into Judea and Samaria. And then the Bible says that it went it went everywhere, It went to the uttermost parts of the world, from local to global. The church spread like wildfire. And we can say with absolute confidence today that this mission that we are still part of today is unstoppable. At every point, it seems, in history, the church has come up against uh, incredible opposition and enemies. Uh, But through all of these challenges, the church just seems to keep growing in momentum and getting bigger and stronger by the day. And 2,000 years after the church began, we are still preaching and proclaiming the same truth and the same message that Jesus Christ taught. 
We're still empowered by the same Holy Spirit that empowered Jesus and empowered those early disciples. Because the ministry that we're a part of, the tapestry of, of living stones, uh, we the people, we are God's church and his church is unstoppable. I want everyone watching online today, uh, wherever you're watching, whether you're live or whether you're catching up, I want you to type in the comments right now, unstoppable. That's the theme of our series. That's the message, right? Unstoppable. If you're watching, uh, maybe you're, maybe you're uh, watching as a, a live watch party. You've got friends that you've invited over to watch church with today. Why don't you turn to somebody in your live watch party right now and say, did you know that you are part of an unstoppable church? an unstoppable church. And over the next few weeks, we're going to discover how some of the ways that you and I can be unstoppable for God in his unstoppable church. And so today I'm talking about unstoppable praise. I'm talking about unstoppable praise. Now there's some pretty awesome heroes in the Bible when it comes to this, uh, this topic of praise. One person who always astounds me when I think about praise, and that is uh, a guy in the Bible uh, called Job. Now, Job persevered through some of the most difficult and dreadful circumstances that a human could go through. He lost all of his children, all of his cattle and livelihood and all of his servants, everything, all at the same time. Things then got worse and worse for him as his health deteriorated. But the Bible tells us that Job persevered in his life by worshipping God. In Job 1 uh, verse 20 to 21 it says this. It says, At this Job got up and tore his robe and shaved his head. Then he fell on the ground in worship and said, Naked I came from my mother's womb and naked I will depart. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. I love Job's spirit. Job had an unstoppable praise. He was going through incredible difficulty and trial, but yet he was determined that in all of this, that God would be praised. Another person we can look at in the Bible is a guy called David. David wrote so many of the Psalms. In the Bible, these are like songs and prayers and poems of worship and praise to God. And despite incredible adversity, despite great failure, and despite incredible challenges that David had faced in his life, he was so real. As you read through the songs, uh, uh, he was so real and honest about the ebbs and the flows of life's seasons. But what you see every single time is that David was resolute in his praise. His praise was unstoppable. Here's uh, one of the Psalms that David wrote when he was worn out, fatigued and weary. I don't know if you feel like that in this season, but, but David said, why are you cast down, O my soul? He's preaching to himself. He's saying, why are you so down, O my soul? Why is there turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. What an incredible psalm that is, Psalm 42, verse 11 that is. Perhaps one of David's more famous psalms 
is Psalm 150, verses 1 to 6. I want to read it to you. It says, Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him in his acts of power. Praise him in his surpassing greatness. Praise him with a sounding of the trumpet. Praise him with the harp and the lyre. Praise him with tambourine and with dancing. Praise him with strings and with flute. Praise him with a clash of symbols. Praise him with resounding symbols. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Such was David's revelation of God that he had endless reasons to praise God and he had endless ideas about the way that you and I could go about praising God and he instructs us to praise him at all times, in all seasons, with everything that has breath, praise the Lord. What incredible revelation of God David must have had. David also said this in Psalm 34, I will praise the Lord at all times. And notice that uh, that word all, I've actually highlighted in my notes, that's the important word here. Praise the Lord at all times. Not, not sometimes, not on Sundays when the band are playing, not when I feel like it, not when my prayers are answered, not when my life is going well, not when I just got that job that I wanted, not when I put my hand in my pocket and realised I found a, a £20 note that I'd, I thought I'd lost. Not when any of those things have happened. No, David says, I will praise the Lord at all times and all seasons. I will constantly speak his praises. David and Job, people who we can be encouraged and inspired by with unstoppable praise. But the question I want to answer just quickly as I finish today, and this by doing by answering this question, I hope that it brings some encouragement to you in your life of unstoppable praise. And the question is this, what was it about Job and David that enabled them to continue praising God despite great trouble, conflict, doubts, fears, and suffering? Maybe none of us have experienced suffering like Job, the grief that Job experienced, Maybe none of us have ever experienced the fear that David may have experienced and faced in his life. But we do all have difficult times, don't we? We all have have experienced pain and hurt and days and times and seasons where perhaps our praise just goes silent. It just seems that perhaps praising God is the last thing on our mind. And maybe that's been your experience in this kind of season that we've just been through right now. So how was Job, how was David, despite their troubles, still able to find it within them to keep praising God? Well, I think Jesus gives us the answer to this question. And so I want to share this with you. There's this incredible passage uh, in the Bible where Jesus is teaching the disciples how to pray. Now, for all of you old school King James Bible lovers out there, Uh, I'm going to read this from the King James Version. Uh, This is what Jesus said. He said, After this manner, therefore pray ye, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now the answer to our question, I believe, is found in verse 9. The very first thing that Jesus tells us to do in this prayer is an act of praise and adoration. He says, hallowed be thy name. What does that word hallowed mean? It's quite an old-fashioned word, isn't it? It's not, it's not a, a word that we would probably use very much today. And so I thought it would be good to perhaps read that uh, prayer again, but to read it in a more modern translation. The NIV is kind of written in more modern English language. Um, and I wonder what word they've used to replace this word hallowed. So in the NIV version, it, it, it actually says it like this. It says, hallowed be thy name. The, the word is exactly the same. There is no modern word that really depicts and, and, and helps us to understand what this word hallowed meant. And so they had to keep the word hallowed in the translation. And so to hallow something is, is, uh, is, when, is to treat something as absolutely sacred and ultimate. In other words, it is to make something your ultimate concern, the most important and sacred thing. It becomes the, the supreme aim of your life. That's what it is to hallow something, to hallowed be my name. Is it, it's to make God and to, to make him the most sacred thing, the most precious thing, to adore him and to see him as the most important thing and person in our lives. To hallow is all about praise and adoration. See, I believe unstoppable praise is possible when God is the ultimate desire and focus of our lives. I'll say that again. Unstoppable praise is possible when God is the ultimate desire and focus of our lives. When he is the all-important one. It's not that other things aren't important, obviously. But God is the most sacred thing, the most important thing. The truth is this, that if the thing you adore most in your life is not God, then you will only praise him when the other things are safe and secure on their thrones. If God is not most sacred in your life, you'll only praise him when things are going well. But as soon as trouble comes, as soon as you lose that thing that you cherish most in your life, as soon as that most sacred thing is gone or it's taken or maybe God asks for it to be laid down, as soon as it is shaken or taken, our praise wavers, our praise goes silent and our praise is stopped. Only when God is the thing that we desire and adore most in our lives will we truly know what it is to have an unstoppable praise. The greater our revelation of God and his love, the greater our revelation of Jesus and who he is, the greater our revelation of the Holy Spirit and his work in us, the more unstoppable our praise will be. In this last couple of weeks, I have to be honest with you and tell you that I've not had a great couple of weeks. My health, I suffer with something called chronic fatigue. and My health has been terrible this last couple of weeks. 
also found out that my job was at risk of redundancy, which means I, I need to reapply for uh, my job uh, and another job. And if I don't get those, then I'll be made redundant. On top of that, the other day, I filled my diesel car with unleaded petrol. That was an expensive mistake. It's also going into the garage next week as well because the engine light has come on and there's something wrong with it. I don't know what that is yet, but we all know that when it comes back from the garage, it will usually come back with a with quite a hefty bill. And so I've not had the best of weeks. I've not had the best of times at the moment in this season. And we've already had a, a, a pretty crazy 2020. But I have a choice to make. You, you have a choice to make. I may not be able to control my circumstances, but I am in control of my confession. And I will choose to praise God. See, God is faithful. He is my provider. He is never, ever let me down. He is my healer. He is the one who gave me life. He is the one who saved my life and redeemed my life when it was at rock bottom. He is faithful in all times. He is faithful in all seasons. He is always good. He is my joy and my strength. He is my peace. He is everything that I need. And I choose today that despite all of those things that I cannot control happening, I choose to have an unstoppable praise because I serve an unstoppable God. And because of, and because of Jesus, I get to be part of an unstoppable life and to be part of his unstoppable church. Pray this series encourages you. Pray this week. I hope you join me. Let's have an unstoppable praise, church. Great to see you, and we'll see you next week.